Welcome to this edition of Community Matters Podcast. This is a very special episode featuring Chapter President Kathy Dunn, Chapter Secretary Nicole Scarrow, and Business Partners Council Chair Sean McCabe talking about CAI's efforts to support Covenant House of Pennsylvania's executive sleepout. On Thursday, November 21, 2019, nearly 40 members and friends of CAI will be participating in the executive sleepout in Philadelphia. These brave members will be spending a night sleeping out on the street and experiencing what thousands of homeless youth have to endure on a daily basis, not only in Philadelphia, but throughout the region and the nation. This team has already raised almost $20,000 to help Covenant House fulfill their mission of showing homeless youth unconditional love and absolute respect and demonstrating in word and action that we care about them. Sleep Out raises funds for the Covenant House programs that offer homeless youth the chance of an abundant life away from the streets and out of harm's way. Tune in and find out how this team effort came together and how you can help. Tony, thanks for the introduction. Um, I'm here today with Kathy Dunn and Nicole Scarrow. Uh, we're going to talk about the Covenant House Sleep Out, which takes place next week. Uh, this process started about six weeks ago and uh, got a really, you know, a lot of great information to share today in terms of how it started, why we're doing it, what to look forward to next week, and, and well beyond. So, Kathy, when did you find out about the sleep out? Um, shortly after its inception of when the group was starting to get some leverage, my recreation manager, Jason Sirkan, came to me and told me that he was doing this crazy off-the-wall <laughs> thing that he That's was going to... That's what we do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, sleeping outside at probably 20-degree weather. And I was like, you are nuts. Good luck. Yes, and I'm so glad that you're doing this and kind of like left the conversation. And then I got an email from Nicole <laughs> saying, hey, we're doing this really cool sleep out to support Covenant House. And I said to Jason, I'm like, hey, is this what you're doing? And he's like, yeah. And he's totally over top and he's like wild. He's like, I will do it. He's like, I want people to be aware. And I'm like, hmm. So at first I said, I'll help raise money and I'll come and hang out with everybody. But there's no way I'm going to sleep out in 20 degree weather. And Nicole was like, that's okay, however you want to It's not going to be 20, it's going to be 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be 15. Right. <laughs> and then I said, you know what, I'm going to, I, I'm going to support this wholeheartedly. And I'm going to sleep out because in once I went to the website and I started to see what the Covenant House was truly about, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't just go there and hang out and have fun. It sucks you in. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and they are legit. Like, they do spend the money. Like, you know, you hear some nonprofits are sometimes questioned, but right. seeing their place and talking to them, I really feel that it's really genuine, efficient, like they're doing the right things with the money. Right, and and looking at how they are helping individuals that are in this situation better themselves. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're just throwing them a free meal and throwing them an opportunity. They're actually giving them skills mm-hmm. and I was like, this is a movement that I have to be a part of. How could I not? They take care of them. It's not just coming in and getting a sandwich. It's coming in and getting health care and education and learning how to budget and how to have responsibility. And the job that they have until they find a job is to go out and find a job. So from 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, they go out. They're supposed to 
track down any work that they can get. And the more serious they are, the more the actual organization itself will help, which is right. awesome. And it's life skills. And if you think about it, I mean, everywhere across the world, you speak to anyone who has a child who's in middle school or high school, and there is really limited life skill classes. Yep. And you add into it society's dysfunction of broken homes and mm -hmm. disadvantaged areas. And you're like, no wonder we have such an epidemic. And mm -hmm. there's actually somebody here who is addressing that and is going to try to make that better and make them an asset to society instead of a detriment. Mm -hmm. One cool thing too that we, Nicole and I were talking about a little bit, just some, again, some of the opinions like why'd you choose that one or whatever the case is. And personally, I'm not a big fan of helping people unless they're gonna help themselves to a certain degree. But these young people do end up going there. Like they go there themselves to go get help. So mm -hmm. in my opinion, they're already taking a that lot step. About them. They're not, you know, somebody's not taking them there, kicking and screaming. Right. It's, so I think, you know, when you hear that argument or debate, like this, again, this organization looks like the right one to me because the door's open, you show up and they start taking care of you. And they take it seriously. If somebody's not gonna follow the rules, they're asked to leave. It's as simple as that. But if they do follow the rules, and then they can graduate to different levels and eventually leave with money in their hands to be able to set themselves up for the future, which is crazy. And so positive behavior is rewarded, mm -hmm. and they're taught that they have to work for what they get. They're just not handed it. And so I think that makes them a, gives them some character and some self-worth also. And they do have um, like cultural stuff. We were there just around Halloween time, so they had all decorated their hallways, and there was a contest with that. So, oh, nice. is that a huge deal? No, but it's it's cool. Like it's you know some it's an extra piece of like they don't have to do that, right? Right. Like they could just go through their day and have their meals go to the room, but there was a culture there too, which I thought was was cool to see. And that's stuff they miss out on. You know, when you're on the streets or have nobody to turn to, you don't have you're not trick or treat night or Thanksgiving, you don't have a family Sunday dinner, you don't have any of that. So to be able to feel like part of that group, and some of them have kids and the, the, their babies are able to come with them, um, and that's pretty amazing too. Wow. I didn't so yeah, you have a lot of them that come in off the street because they got pregnant, whether through bad choices, good choices, who knows, or trafficking. They they. They, don't, they now have this extra mouth that they have to feed and they have nowhere to go. So they'll take them in. They only have four beds for mothers, but, um, but they try to make it work best they can. They even have like a little daycare area that has like to toys and so you can, you know, have your kids there with you. Up to a certain point, I think at that point, then they have to move on to the rites of passage if, if they have to show that they're really making an effort. But Willing to change and, mm -hmm. and take the skills that they give them to move on and, and do better things than what they're currently facing. Because a lot of them feel like they have no hope. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is their society. This is what they're used to. They're used to not eating and not having a roof over their head. And they have no idea on how to get those skills right. to mm -hmm. be able to. So that the Covenant House gives that to them is amazing because now they'll be able to take that with them forever and say, you know what, I did do it. I did overcome the numbers. I did make it. And you now who knows where they'll lead to. You know, some mm -hmm. great things could happen because of it. Another cool thing with them is that they, again, I've dealt with some other nonprofits and a lot of them are like really hard and fast on the rules and there's no, no flex on that. But in talking to Covenant House, they really, they're able to talk and maybe have some flexibility. So we talked about a jobs program because we have a need for temporary staff all the time. So could we show up at Covenant House on a Monday and grab, you know, five guys that are looking for work that don't have a job right now? 
keep them busy for a week, that sort of thing. Um, it's not a standard thing that they do, but they're at least open to the conversations. Anything that will help those people, you know, advance currently and in the future, they'll they'll consider. And then they might find their niche. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, they they work for a week or work for two weeks and say, oh wow, I really like this. How can I now make this what I want to do every day? Yeah, maybe a trade school connection. Right, you know, there's exactly. a lot of things that can be done. So. They didn't sugarcoat it and say that, you know, you're going to pick up one of these kids and they're going to be the best workers and they're going to know how to take direction. And they, he was realistic and said, like, you know, they have struggles. Obvious, clearly they have struggles. Or they wouldn't be in this situation. Right, but you think about the fact that, and Sean had a good question at the the um, the tour. He a lot asked, of good <laughs> let's not get ahead Most. of ourselves. <laughs> Um, but he had a very good had a good question about teaching the youth how to be able to dress and how to be able to be respectful on a job site and like do they give them guidance with that and and they said that they do give them guidance but there's still going to be that learning curve where you might try to correct them with something and they might not like it or where maybe they have their lunch with them and somebody goes and moves it and why are you touching my lunch and now you've got you know issues but there's so there's so many things that we don't even think about but basic hygiene being one yeah of them. Right. Like, you know their opinion of hygiene could be a lot different than what we think be. is acceptable mm -hmm. yeah. many of them when they say they have like just a few pairs of socks maybe you know and a couple pairs of pants and that's that's like it so and for girls and and guys trying to get something a little bit more professional they have um they actually have like a wardrobe area where they can go and try on some of the clothes that were donated and hopefully find something that can help them to land a decent job it's pretty crazy stuff. so we kind of started in the middle maybe so we're going to go back right so just i don't know how much of this you know or don't know but this started on september 4th so we're at what november 15th or something like that today? In November. 14th, 12th? 13th. All right, there you go. <laughs> November 13th. So 9-4, this was brought up at a business partner um, committee meeting. Just, what's the thought? Afterwards, kind of, right? It was kind of like a little talking. It was the last thing he threw out at the end of the yeah. meeting. Was, hey, guys, by the way, I'm thinking of sleeping out on the streets for Covenant House. Uh, if anybody's interested, let me know. And so that's pretty much the extent. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, Nick did mention right then and there that she had been considering it with someone else, like for Jess. Uh, Jessica from uh, NCB. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just kind of thought it was going to stop there, but we then talked quickly after and thought maybe we could get five people and we'll set this ambitious goal of five grand and, you know, let's see what happens. But in, to Nick and Gabby's credit, and once the two of them got a hold of it, it just, you know, it exploded. It, yeah, they called me and said, hey, can we switch the name of the team? Because it was a Serb Pro team at the time. Which was one person, me. Um, <laughs> that is actually <laughs> true. I was the second to sign up. What a team. <laughs> so I called Rob from the Covenant House and he switched the name to CAI, and here we are on 11 13 with 37, 37 sleepers. 37 sleepers. 20, no, 18. 18 something 18 like that. Something. That's amazing. With a goal of 22. So, yeah, it's like, you know, would have never expected that. And. In talking to Rob from Covenant House, he said the first year is usually a team of four or five. Like, if somebody starts a team, it's typically that, not 37. Like, you just don't see that. It doesn't happen, so. And the enthusiasm has been crazy. Yes. That's, I think that's what it is. It's like, we started out with five people that just had excitement. So then we'd randomly walk up to somebody and be like, so what do you think about sleeping out on the cold streets of Philadelphia? And it would either lead to people being like, you're nuts, or, yeah, I'll do that. In fact, our one of our top donors, or top donees... I don't know, Joe, 
Joe from Technicality. Mm -hmm. He has over $2,000. He like instantly had a ton of donations and it, he just, he took it. He's when I said, when I asked him, you know, how do you feel about sleeping out? He's like, I used to be a cop. I'm, I'm on board, whatever I can do and signed up the next day and just has taken it and run with it. And, um, so it's been pretty cool to see. And then he brought two on from his company and I brought six on from my company and you have five other surf yeah, pro people, six, six all together from three, six, six of the locations, yeah. six surf pro sleepers from six locations. Sally like yeah. <laughs> wants seashells. <laughs> but even some of the people that said you're crazy, then, you know, three days later you'd hear from them. They're like, all right, I'll do it. Like well, this woman was, sitting next to us. Yeah. That was my total reaction. I was like, you are crazy. Going to sleep outside? Like, I like my 66 degree house with the blanket and my warm, cozy, and I can touch the thermostat and go up. And I was like, huh. You're going to be nice and cozy in a box yep. on the street. And then when I thought about it, I was like, how could I not do this? Absolutely. How could, if I can make a difference in one person's life, mm -hmm. like I have the goosebumps just thinking about it, but mm -hmm. it was like, how could I not? And I'm like, I'm not going to be there by myself. I can survive anything for 24 hours. Like, people have said to me, oh, can you do this, that? And I'm like, listen, I can do anything for 24 hours. Yeah. Tell me I can't have food for 24 hours. I can do it. Whatever the case may be. It's such a small window compared to what these kids are facing. So if they could do it for a week, a month, six months, a year, whatever the case may be, I can survive for 24 hours. And they don't have a light at the end of their tunnel, right. which is what gets me every single time that I think about it. Like, we we have a 24-hour, it, it's not even 24 hours. By the end of the day, it's like 12 hours that we're going to be doing this right. thing. But we know, okay, we have pushed through, we have three more hours, and then we're going to sit, and we're going to have coffee, and we're going to have food, and then we're going to go to work, and then I'm going to go home car. to bed tonight. Yeah. yeah. These kids don't have that. So right. to imagine them being out on the street or just not having somewhere to turn to when they need somebody and to be able to go to this place and be welcomed with open arms and when we walked around Covenant House that I mean you can tell there was there were kids there that were in the program and you can tell that they've been through some stuff um but it you like almost wanted to run up and hug them and just be like it's okay and you can't obviously but like you still just wanted to be like you, if you're here just keep plugging away at it and you'll get the help that you need but it's hard to see them taking it back to I guess CAI because that's like again I we tried to start a team outside of CAI, and that didn't go great. Right. Um, and that means whatever it means, but in CAI, it immediately turned into, blew you know, up. yeah, it blew up. And I had a very high opinion of CAI before this. Um, it's much higher now. Um, and with you being in the role that you're in, have you seen anything like this before? You know, is there a, like, what do you, what's your overall just thoughts about not the Covenant House and the kids, but this organization and what it, the impact is and can be? Well, it's funny because. When I first joined CAI about 18 years ago, really, I was kind of like, wow, what is this organization like? Is it a cult? Like, i got to kind of figure out like, what's going on here. And you cut your hands. Exactly. We met like a Best Western, like in the dark bottom of a hotel. Oh, yeah, that's it yeah. was its own chapter at that point, yes. right? Pocono's chapter? Was, and it was primarily a bunch of attorneys that it was like their afternoon that they would chit chat and it was a very bizarre feeling and so I you went never, back yes <laughs> because I was like I have to figure this out like what is 
what is this CAI and what does it do? And, and is it just taking my money? And I, I stuck with it and CAI evolved and I kept watching and I kept being a part of it. And I watched how the connections with our industry is really neglected in the sense of homeowners associations are kind of that stuck in between and people would say oh you know what do you do I'm a community manager well what is that and I'm like where do you live oh I live in this community you live in a homeowners association I do and so the more that CAI got out there and, and it used to be you know your membership and you would sign up and that would be the end of it but there was so much more that you get for your membership in the networking and I know if I had a disaster at my association right now I could call you I could call Nicole I know I could call 15 business partners and say hey I need help now and that could be either personally or professionally mm -hmm. and I would be able to get whatever I needed and differently than just a random phone call right it comes with a little more you know impact or relationship friendship almost you know it's, whatever you want to call right, it right exactly and and that's why when I got into the council as CAI was more you know the Pennsylvania council I was involved and I would go out to Philadelphia and Lehigh Valley to events and people were kind of like she's not one of us and I'm like no but we're all the same and so I would I would walk into conversations where maybe I would be excluded because I was not of that area and then it kind of continued to evolve and I think people realize now that CAI is not just this cult of a membership and it's, it is a cult but there's more right? <laughs> yeah, but there's more to yeah. it exactly <laughs> the, the bats blood is in my closet but it really made it more important and sh the Covenant House showing the team how it evolved shows that we all put our pants on one leg at a time mm -hmm. we all eat sleep and breathe and we all bleed red and does it matter what industry as far as a business per partner or a community manager or a board member membership that those lines are never there because we're all part of this network that we're all trying to make our our communities better collectively and I think like you said it, it boomed that shows that you know we all care and we all have if we have capabilities or disadvantages in our business life, there's a business partner or there's a manager or there's a homeowner that will meet that void. Yep. I think that's what I saw grow was like, again, Nick and Gab took it, you know, they just took it and it went crazy, but it was almost like, well, Sean's going to sleep by, you're not sleeping up by yourself, like we're going to jump in. Right. And then somebody else to them was like, yeah, we'll do, you know, but it became this thing. It's not even, I mean, it's all about these kids, but it's also about this group coming together and going, let's go do this let's get to know each other better right. like Nick's doing great stuff with the, uh, the questionnaires and all that well, like, questionnaires it's, are awesome. it's just so to, to make everybody feel comfortable because we're gonna share a very emotional experience yes then go sleep outside if we I'm actually sleep I, was but gonna say, yeah, I don't think anybody's sleeping but, sleep. but let's just say we're going to sleep outside and then the next morning go out for breakfast wake up whatever go out for breakfast but you've got like some pretty personal stuff like an emotional like right emotional experience in front of strangers there's no doubt so the more that we can feel comfortable with each other the more that we may just know a little tidbit about somebody but maybe we're sitting next to them when like you just need to break down like 
and to, make, to kind of know that person right. already. So it's it's all about the team feel, the organization as a whole, the chapter as a whole. I mean, like we've talked about that. Did you know you're president of more than 46,000 square miles? Just Pennsylvania is 46,000 square really? miles. Yeah. So then we have that South Jersey. Wow. It hasn't. Like, I found it, it on Google. Like, <laughs> Google Queen. Yes. Um, but then you have, thanks for that cat, by the way. Oh, he's got my back. Um, then you have Delaware and South Jersey, right? right? So you have a substantial territory that, that our footprint covers, and this has broken down some major borders or invisible gaps that we have. Like, you know, it's a challenge to get anybody from the Poconos to go to Lehigh, Lehigh to go to Box Box, to go to Philly, anybody to go anywhere. So we have people all the way from New York that are coming out just because they, they're a brand new member and they want to be a part of it and they want to feel like a part of it. From North Jersey, people that like don't have a vested interest in this chapter still want to sleep out. And I, I think we've talked about like the reason why you choose a charity is usually because you have some sort of, not selfish necessarily gain, but some sort of personal connection to it. And this one, there's no selfish gain that any of us can have. And there's really not much of a personal connection that any of us have. So you're able to just selflessly do something for kids. So we're all just pulling around that like, and that, says, amazing and that says a lot about the chapter because mm -hmm. if there are individuals that do not even have a vested interest in our specific chapter, and I think that really speaks volumes because people are coming together because of relationships and those relationships have been built because of the chapter that otherwise would not be there. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing when you think about the impact like, did anybody ever think that this would have an impact? No. Did you ever think? Five and 5,000 was the, the stretch goal, the mm -hmm. stretch goal, like, maybe. We, we, like, actually stressed about it. Every call that we've been on together where we're like, should we raise it? I don't know. Is that too much to raise it? And every time we've met and exceeded it. We had a call right. two and a half weeks ago where I was like, how about 17.5? And they were like, no. And now we're past 17.5. So it's. Yeah, you know, on the, on the, on the yeah. fast horizon, yeah. on the little updates, it's like every three days we're up a thousand dollars, and then we still have thirty days past the event too, where the the donation pool is open, oh, where people awesome. can still make donations. So the night of, we can do Facebook live videos or just take pictures and then just blast it out about what an experience it was, how cold it will be, even if it's what is predicted, it's still going to be cold. So, you know, know. colder than inside, that's for sure. Yeah, I've stopped looking at the weather. <laughs> I just it's it better is, than it. whatever yeah. it is is going to be. I'm going to be today. warm with personalities and excitement mm -hmm. of everybody being together to support yeah. this cause. Yeah. So I'm like that. We'll just have to. And for you, survive. it's warmer than the Poconos. It's, right. it's going to be warmer there than it is here. See, sure. that's a plus. <laughs> mm -hmm. And but, there probably won't be snow. Right. Because the Poconos have already had two bouts of snow. That's crazy. So. The difference is unbelievable. I got out my truck up here. I'm like, this is, it's got to be 10, 10 degrees colder. It is. So oh, easily. It's 10 degrees from my house to mm -hmm. my work. Your view as far as like the president of the chapter, you're no downside, right? Like there's no, there's nothing but positive to this. And yes. do you think it can add to recruitment and retention in terms of membership? I definitely think so because I think it's going to bring to individuals that maybe questioned or aren't quite certain about CAI and joining, I think that it's going to say, wow, look at, look at these individuals. It's not just, you know, send my check-in and 
I get a membership guide. There's so much more to it. Right. And I think that that's important. And I think because it is in Philadelphia, coming from the poker, I was like, I don't see the lines, and I never have. I have always been open to, if I have the time on my schedule, I'm going to attend, and I'm going to be a part of it, and I want to network and to meet people and let them know who CAI is, who I am, and stop drawing those little walls mm -hmm. that we all have. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's not just, you know, we're all going in suits and sitting at a table and saying, yes, I make that decision. And I think that'll really aid membership in saying, wow, look, they have a heart. They, they care not just about themselves. They care about the universe. They care about the youth. They care about whatever we take on. It's not just, just to take it on just for notoriety or publicity. We're all busy, so we don't, you know. Right. We're not looking for, you know, things, things to, to do. do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. But doing it as a team and common. For me, it's all culture. And, like, in our business, like, culture is number one for me. Like, it's, if you have the right culture, I think you can do anything. Correct. I and agree. I think, hopefully, this event adds more culture. I'm not saying the culture is bad at CII. I'm saying, will this improve? It can no only matter what better. it is. Right. Right, exactly. Everything always has room for improvement. Absolutely. And I think, as the president, that it kind of gives a little bit of oomph to it. Because back in the day, maybe the board members were seen as, you know, attorneys or CPAs and like high level, almost untouchable, you know, and now here we have a great mix of board members and hopefully future board members who say, you know what, she did it, I can do it yeah. too. Not just a resume piece for you. Like right, you're, exactly. You're going out there and doing it. Right. So I think it's huge. I really appreciate you being involved in it because I think it's Oh, speak glad volumes. to be part of it and be invited to. And I think membership. Forced into it. <laughs> yeah, convinced. Yeah. Strong arm. Yeah. You'll be glad when it's over. Like you'll be not. You know what I mean. Right, exactly. <laughs> you'll be glad you did it when it's over. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I already am glad. You know, okay. like it's because I was apprehensive. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, oh boy. And and I said to my husband, I even called him. I'm like. What should I do? And he's like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> it's like, "Are you really gonna do this? Like, you're five foot two and you know, 130 pounds, and, soaking wet, right? And you cry <laughs> when the heat isn't high enough in the car when it's auto started." You know? right. like, <laughs> well, I thought I was gonna bring this thing up and nobody would do it, and I just would. I'd say I did it, but I wouldn't. Right now, I have. Yeah. <laughs> so, but what are you gonna do? Um, cool. That's why the cap. That's the, cap. Yeah, that's the name they gave me. Newly designated uh, cap. I do think the picture will speed volumes for, you know, for years to come. Mm -hmm. and hopefully every year the team gets bigger. But I think, right. like, for Carol and membership, if I had somebody on the line that was considering it, I'd be showing that picture. Like, here's an extra piece of who we are. Right. This is uh, what we do. Yeah. And because not, I can honestly tell you, not every chapter is like this. I'm in nine different chapters. And uh, the other chapters, not to badmouth any of them, um, but they're worried about competition. They're worried about managers stealing managers. They're worried about anybody being too cozy with their competitor. Two major competitors are part of the original five together. We have five different managers, management companies or large scales that are being represented. It's pulling pulling everybody together. Nobody's nobody even cares. Asked, right? like, nobody nobody cares. said like, well, who's gonna, you know? Yeah, it's right. not that. No. Nope. Yeah, that's nothing. Has nothing to do with yeah. it, and that's and and usually our chapter is really good with that anyway. But it's just a little added 
joy to be able to work with your competitors on something good. Right. Yeah. Tony bought us hats. Tony bought us hats. Oh, wow. And Kathy got us hand warmers. Yes. See that? There's nothing else we need. I have a whole package of hand warmers. And everybody's like, what are you doing with those? Around my desk in the office. I'm like, that's for the sleep app. Are you going to put them all in your body? I go, no, I'm going to share them with everybody. <laughs> really? I'm like, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of little ways. Because I also don't want to, and Jason and I have spoken about this. Like, I have like a My Buddy heater that I go camping with and all this other stuff. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to have any of right. that because I want to experience what these kids experience mm -hmm. yeah. as much as possible. Yes, it's going to be hell. And it's going to be a very awakening moment. Mm -hmm. And, but if I can for one day step into what their day is and the hand warmers will be just enough just to kind of get you off that brink, more or less, right. where I don't want to cloud that experience. Mm -hmm. I want that full effect so that when I do speak to someone about it or I do hear somebody speaking about it or in general on any type of cause, I can say, you know what, I've been there and I know what it's like and it's not nice and it's not fair mm -hmm. and this is why we did it. I think, too, we're going to talk to, I want to talk to Rob about maybe doing stuff throughout the year, like if we go down there twice a year and volunteer, like a volunteer day where not that all 37 people do it, maybe more, maybe less, whatever, but I think staying in touch with them is going to be a cool piece to it too because you can start to see kids that are going through there mm -hmm. and you can start to, right. you know, Watch them go through. get a view from afar um, mm -hmm. and see how their, how their story goes. And I think that it's good for them if we do do that because then they'll say, hey, you know what, I can be him one day or I can mm -hmm. be sure. her one day or, you know, not so much the envy of I am nothing and I can't do what they do, but they can say, hey, if they could take the time out of their day to help me, I can help myself mm -hmm. and give them even more drive to succeed. And You never know what somebody's going to say to anybody that's going to be impactful, right? Like right. It could happen at any minute exactly. for any of us. Like right. Somebody says something, you're like, wow, that, that, that means something. I can right. get that. So I think us staying in touch with them is, yeah. I think that's an it could be a great, yeah, great piece of it. And, you know, they say how many Americans are a paycheck away from homelessness. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And to think that, and you don't think that that reality is possible. You, know, you just think that it's a number, and you think that it's media, and you think that it's out there. But this is the reality of it. When you think about our organization as a whole, we have lots of expertise, too. So we can help in many ways throughout the year we could potentially be their go-to call when they need something we have you know engineers architects um, materials Attorneys, companies right, uh, maintenance restoration everything like literally everything right. snow removal i mean you name it so and a good thing to mention like for, i always forget we tried this at the end but uh, nicole managed nicole spoke to someone at the falcon office in florida and Michelle knew a certain pro guy down there, so she mentioned his name. So the bottom line is we connected the dots there. So there will be a team in Florida between CAI, Surpro, and Falcon. Nice. And again, just think about that next year. What's that going to look like? Right. Yeah. What other cities will we be in? Yeah. Because um, that's why not? Why? Why? Yeah. You think big, right? Just, right. Yeah. Why not? Go big, go home. Yeah, we already know we have three others that we can connect, and so this year it's a little too close to the. We have to get everything figured out, but by next year, this could be pretty, pretty awesome. 
It's already awesome. I mean, it's already I mean, way so, more. Way yeah, awesome. so look at Super how awesome. from September 4th to November 13th, mm-hmm. look at Check how by leaps and bounds mm-hmm. it has taken off. Absolutely. So give it another 365 days to grow. Two years from now, four years from now. Like, yeah. That's why I, I get excited about that because I really think once this starts, I don't, this isn't like a one-time thing. I just no. don't see it that way. Like I it, don't either. It can't be. It'll just get bigger and better and um, we'll be a big part of it. And it's a huge impact, so it's cool. Yeah. And I'm I did get, I, I got late word. I just got a, a text that says I have to stay in my truck the night of the sleep out. Because oh. there's an emergency. I, I need to be. You need to be safe and warm. It needs warm. to be on. <laughs> yeah. The truck has to be running. Just to make yeah. sure that yeah. Cap is, yeah. you know, there for everybody yeah. in case anybody right. needs. Yeah, so. Yeah. I'm going to be warm. <laughs> we'll remember that. Not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Anything else, ladies? I don't think so. I think that was everything, right? I think we're good. Yeah. Kathy, I appreciate so. it. Yeah, thank I'm glad you to be so part much. of it. Thank you for including me. Wouldn't I'm be the honored. same without you. Thank you.